auch der Ton. Ah, cool. <lacht> <lacht> I go away. Welcome to South London Hardcore. I'm Jack McEnroy. This is Steve Walsh. This is young Jackson. He's trying to get involved in the recording session yet again. You got your Porsche 911? We're recording in our again. It's a we're doing a double, uh, we're doing a back to back. But as a result of that, we do have a toddler running around, so bear with us. <laughs> I'm preparing get for when the baby though. comes. They'll be uh, <laughs> crying in the background every week. <laughs> yeah? I think you might have to go and see your mummy now, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, go see mummy. Thing is, it's his house. <laughs> right, obviously this is a show about South London, Steve. Uh, but today, we're leaving uh, this uh, fair semi-city. <laughs> uh, but I went to uh, Paris um, last week. And just when I was planning what to do in Paris, I kind of stumbled across the fact that Clichy in Paris is twinned with Southwark, so I thought I'll I'll just I'll pop over to Clichy. Maybe I'll do something for the show. And as with a lot of things we plan for the show, we think oh we'll do this, and it just gets wildly out of hand. <laughs> Trouble is because I'm a little bit of I don't know about you, Steve, but I'm a bit of a completist, and I'm just like we have to cover every single, you know, whatever it is. But Steve, so do you want to tell people what twinning is? It's basically the idea of uh, an area, usually a city. Um, being paired off with another place around the world that it usually has similarities with. In Britain, the phenomenon really became popular after the Second World War. Um, there are elements, you know, a lot of the twins we'll talk about today, and a lot of the twins that took place in uh, Britain generally uh, after the Second World War were with places in Germany or in France. With Germany, it was to sort of draw a line under the war and embrace a period of reconciliation to sort of encourage people to interact with people from countries that were seen as the enemy to sort of put a human face they're European cousins exactly yeah uh, and with France a lot of it was to do with establishing trade links to try and re-establish struggling economies that had uh, obviously survived the war and it, it, it soon evolved and became about uh, sort of cultural yeah cultural yeah, yeah that's that was the thing it would be a case of uh, you know, artists visiting from each place to another, um, but also sort of social clubs. So you'd have like youth clubs. You'd have, uh, you know, the typical thing would be uh, the the badminton club go over and play a friendly against a team, and, and then they an exchange mm. a return visit the other year. Yeah, it, yeah, it enriches people's lives, is the other, isn't it? Yeah. For example, in Southwark. Um, Southwark has got a twin in with Langenhagen, which we'll come to in a moment. And uh, the Southwark Pensioners Forum and the Southwark Disability Forum get involved with their equivalent and exchange ideas. And the idea is that, you know, uh, two heads are better than one. You know, you share ideas and everyone improves. Um, and there's other things, like you say, Steve, in the Southwark link with Clichy means that the Southwark Tigers rugby club play against the Clichy equivalent. Uh, it, Southwark is linked with Koidu and... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, there's some uh, some stuff relating to H- HIV and AIDS research, uh, you know, that goes back and forth. Uh, but yeah, the idea is to understand people better from around the world. Yes, it's moved on from reconciliation to trade link, reconciliation and trade links to being about ethnic links is obviously a, a, a reason uh, similarities in the history of the places or the socio-economic makeup um, it's a difficult one to know what to do here Steve to an extent I think because I was up till 3 o'clock this morning and I didn't even get anywhere near finished you're a slow reader you are <laughs> you know famously a slow study I mean at the end of the day it's not Brooklyn hardcore is it <laughs> not yet but yeah so this is not so much a report on how people are doing with their twinnings no no because uh, as we'll explain later we're not sure of the extent of some of these twinnings. There's uh, <laughs> some quite tenuous stuff out there. Um, but we'll give you an introduction to these places. So if you're from, say, uh, the borough of Greenwich, we'll tell you a bit about uh, Maribor in Slovenia. We're also going to be trying to uh, establish why these two, why places are twinned. Some of them it is obvious. Um, you don't have to 
look too far. Others, there probably isn't a reason. But if we can find a reason, that's what we're going to try. So I went to Paris and we popped over to Clichy for the day. And um, I mean, we had a lovely time in Paris. Managed to do things we'd never done before. We went to uh, Clichy for the day, just before the show. And as soon as you come out the uh, metro, there's like a housing estate there. And there are a load of housing estates. And that's the... The only reason I can think why Suffolk twinned up with it is because it's because of the similarities. Yeah. You know I mean, housing estates probably ethnically it's similar. I mean, I think they Paris is very similar to. Is they have a very similar socio-economic profile. Is the way they phrase it. So, I mean, Paris is very similar to London in that way. In the, looking around, I mean, it's like you, our friend Jim Hall said from Midnight Video, it's London with a language barrier. <laughs> well, this is, and this is the thing with a lot of uh, the twinnings, obviously a great deal of the French ones that we'll be talking about are in Paris because, you know, the idea is to find a, a place with a similar uh, history or just It would be pointless somewhere in London twinning with somewhere in the south of France because yeah. the experience of the two places is going to be completely different. So. Well, you say that, Steve, but there are some places where the last that is wildly different and we'll come to that shortly. So, cliche... Um, it's home to the headquarters of L'Oreal, the uh, cosmetics company, biggest cosmetics company in the world, possibly. Um, and their offices are not that spectacular looking. It's like kind of an interesting building, quite uh, kind of blocky. Uh, but then we kind of went round the back entrance, and on the back entrance they're building a new front entrance, and it's like kind of a spectacular <laughs> new thing. Oh, really? And it's under construction at the moment, but they had like kind of uh, artist mock-up outside of what it all looked like. So that's there. The headquarters of Bic is there as well. And as you know, Steve, I'm a big fan of uh, Bic Biro. It's got one in my hand at the moment. Oh, look, they spelled medium with an accent on the E. It's like an international uh, pen. Oh, no, look, a yoghurt lid's just gone on Bob Hope's face. <laughs> but we didn't end up getting to the Bic headquarters. I mean, at the end of the day, you're just going to be looking at the front of a building, aren't you? It's not going to be in the shape of a Bic pen cap, is it? That's the thing. You'd, oh. you'd like to think it but would. Imagine if you could get a, a biro from the Bic headquarters reception. <laughs> Going there, can I borrow a pen? But yeah, it's a small. It's a lot. It's smaller than Southwark. Um, but yeah, it's got a, quite a similar feel to parts of. So I say Southwark's so big, yeah. but like it's kind of a lot of Southwark. You know, it's slightly run down. Doesn't have the historical significance of. Uh, no, Suffolk no, at all. No, no. Um, I mean, most notable residents are uh, Jacques Mezrin, the uh, who had the double uh, feature made about his life, starring Vincent Cassell. Watched the first part the other day. He was uh, quite good. Criminal, wasn't he? Yeah, he's kind of a Robin Hood type, is the idea. But in the first in the first uh, film, there's no Robin Hood activity. He's just shooting innocent people. <laughs> and it's interesting because uh, if it was a sort of Robin Hood thing. I suppose you could draw a parallel there between the romanticism of crime and the sort of historical ideas of Suffolk as being a hotbed of illicit activities. But, you know, with a sort of... But this was in the uh, 60s, so. <laughs> or the 70s, rather. Um, I mean, the 1975 World Judo Champions from uh, Clichy. Uh, this is like, this is how our threadbare it is on the notable people on uh, Wikipedia they've listed the guy who won the 17th stage of the Tour de France in 1927 <laughs> he's like the third most famous person from Clichy <laughs> yeah so it's twinned with Southwark fairly recently 2005 and funny doing the research for the show uh, as people probably know I work in a primary school and I was sort of turned a corner in a corridor and there's a massive display of like stuff relating to Clichy and this is where these kind of twinnings come into their own, when school kids send each other yeah. things and uh, you end up, you know, you end up slightly more knowledgeable about a small part of France. We might have some of our readers, Steve, who might turn off South Hardcore now and never put it back on again after the revelation I'm about to uh, admit. Probably your mum. Not my mum. My mum <laughs> my mum. Okay. I'm it. thinking Louis Peckham, yeah? What? Some of those types that you hang around with. I... Uh, <laughs> We went to the cafe something garçon, right, for lunch, and uh, I had a burger, right, with foie gras in it. It's the first time I've ever had foie gras in my life. What did you think? It wasn't really worth the. Uh... Excruciating pain that the animal goes through. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. A, it wasn't. I preferred normal pate. So I would, if you go to Paris, don't don't bother going to Clichy. 
it's one of the less impressive places that of, of, among these twin inns, I would say. Southwark is also twinned with Langenhagen, which, you know, a lot of my pronunciations would probably be inaccurate. But I think that's something we need to get uh, on the record yeah. early on. Our pronunciations are going to be quite approximate. And also, most of these places we've not been to. No. Nah. Right? Maybe we'll go to well, some of them over time. Certainly some of them seem like places like really we ought to have been. But also, there's certain places that I've never heard of. No, exactly. Langenhagen being a good example of that. Langenhagen is in Hanover, in Germany. Population 53,000. If I give you a couple of quick facts, Steve. Uh, Ulrich Meinhof was arrested there. Uh, in 1982, CDs were mass-produced there for the first yeah, time. Yeah. First place where CDs were mass-produced. Which brings me on to the fact that we've got a shop on southlandhardcore.com where you can buy Southland Hardcore on compact disc, if you so wish. Have you heard of the Langenhagen standard? It's quite a disquieting uh, sort of idea in terms of twilling between uh, Southwark and uh, the other place. It's uh, essentially a, an internationally accepted standard for precision in shotguns. Oh, right. Yeah, which is, uh, if you're going to be famous as a place for something, you don't really want to expect. And I just think if you are a place like Southwark and you do have uh, an ill-deserved reputation for gun crime, then probably don't to with a place whose name is literally synonymous with uh, efficient use of shotguns. Southwark is also twinned with Koidu, uh in the Kono area of Sierra Leone. Did you get that, Steve? No. No, see? No. This is where you've been exposed, Steve, as someone who only goes on Wikipedia for their research. <laughs> right, if you go on the Southwark website... To be fair, I also Googled. Uh, Creole language. Uh, population 111,000. Um, the popular uh, Sierra Leone... Is that the word? Reggae singer is from there. Katie Black. Had uh, hits such as Mr. Government. When you say hits... There's a video on YouTube. That's what I mean by hit. Okay. It's the uh, economic centre of the Diamond Rich Kono district, which is just leads you into just horrible territory, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I don't own any diamonds, so. It's another one where, if you're going to be linked with a place, try and find a place that isn't dependent on. Well, that's uh, the, the trouble with that is, though, um, you know, you don't want to uh, hold it against the residents, do you, that they've been exploited by the West? No, it's true, but. I mean, what is the twinning bringing to that area? It's not a people from Southwark going over again. You need to stop uh, exploiting these people. I don't know. It just seems odd. Yeah, it? you think the borough of Southwark should be uh, trying More to bring down the diamonds? Uh... Yeah, just bring down the international diamond trade. It's in a black man's soul to rock that gold. <laughs> we've in the past, Steve. We've made a mockery of uh, the idea that Wikipedia is uh, an unreliable source. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there's some silliness on there. Like every, no, every, like yesterday, for example, um, it was brought to everyone's attention that someone had edited Claude Makalele's page. It said that his full name was Claude the Gurf Makalele, right? <laughs> Which is not accurate. Well, it might be accurate, but it's not true. <laughs> While Wikipedia is an amazing resource and uh, the accuracy levels are extraordinarily high, despite you know you know people getting a bit snotty about it, this is one of the times where I did feel a bit let down by it because there were some. Uh, inaccuracies on this um, which maybe again will come to in time but one of the things is it's got Cambridge down Cambridge Massachusetts down as a Southwark uh, twi- place Southwark is twinned with there's no record of it anywhere on the Southwark website but there is a wet record of it on the Massachusetts website so I think we can go with it Steve and it makes sense it's one, it of, does, the, it's one it? of the sort of twinnings that you can see a definite reason for it Cambridge Massachusetts in the greater Boston area uh, population 105,000 Notable because it is home to Harvard University, and uh, named so because John Harvard from Southwark was their first uh, benefactor. Yeah, Harvard University is as old as the town, basically, isn't it? almost. Yeah, it's one I mean, of the those... town opened in six. Uh, was uh, the site was chosen in 1630 because it was safely up up river from Boston Harbor, and then only six years later, Harvard University was founded. Do you know how many presidents have been, went to Harvard University, Steve? I don't. I'll have a guess. It's been 40... 50? Eight. And that includes uh, Obama. Other notable alumni. Bill Gates. uh, Jack Lemmon. Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, there are other more notable alumni, but I'm picking out ones that are interesting. (laughs) Graham Parsons and the guy who made Facebook. (laughs) Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, uh, John Harvard. Uh, we mentioned him in the uh, Borough episode we did about episode seven or eight. I can't remember which. Uh, he gave him seven hundred and eighty quid and uh, three hundred and twenty books. They've done well with it, haven't they? They did. And I mean, seven hundred and eighty quid in those days. And if even no, but seriously, those days, three hundred and twenty books in those days is the equivalent of like thousands of books now. Yeah, it? yeah. Because they were all the important books. Well, there was um, there was a time. I forget who it was. One of the philosophers who was the last person recorded to have read every book that had been published up to that point. Wow. Yeah, because it was a time you could have done it, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's incredible, isn't it? Now, that's I mean, gone now, isn't it? No, but you it know. wouldn't even be physically possible, would it? No. Mathematically, it'd be impossible. Yeah, it would literally, yeah, we, we, the publication uh, schedules are just, you know, even if you just read uh, the 50 Shade of Grey books, it's like four of those, don't <laughs> Even if you took Author House out, it'd still be a problem. <laughs> He's also got a bridge named after him as well, John Harvard, in the area. Not just named after the university, but named like the John Harvard something or other. Bridge. Um, so, bit of history, Steve, shall I? Yeah, go for it. Originally known as New Town, with an E on the new and on the town. New E Town. Yeah, it's just basically has become the ultimate university town, hasn't it? Because Harvard is the second best university in the world. And the seventh best university in the world is also there in MIT, um, Massachusetts Institute of Technology. That's right. Notable alumni, Steve? Well, I'm guessing Zuckerberg would have gone through there again, wouldn't he? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've only written down a few names, right? Okay. Buzz Aldrin, Benjamin Netanyahu, <laughs> Kofi Annan, David Miliband. <laughs> it's remarkable. So world leaders and uh, David Miliband. <laughs> also from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, one of the great writing partnerships. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Oscar winners for uh, Good Goodwill Hunting. Um, Affleck was uh, born in California moved there when he was 10 and you know grew up there and uh, Matt Damon was born there they're both uh, Southie and they <laughs> Boston boys Good Will Hunting if you remember well Steve the uh, Matt Damon character Will Hunting was a cleaner at MIT yeah I was going to say it's set in Boston and mm. uh, yeah all these twinnings are sort of the responsibility of the councils really um, and there's a lot there's kind of a bit of a religious thing going on as well like if you type in cliche Southwark, you do get a load of stuff like relating to St Peter's Church and any kind of, uh, you know, where you get parishes and dioceses, whatever those words mean. You get something, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You yeah. get the over. It's easier, you know, there's more motivation, I suppose, to overlap or whatever. And so some councils are a bit more active than others. You go on the Greenwich website or the Lewisham website, you get a list of uh, the, the places they're twinned with. And you get a phone number you can call, an email address if you want more information or whatever you want to get involved. Um, and that's not the case with everywhere. So if we move into Lewisham, Steve. Lewisham is twinned with Anthony in Paris, Charlottenburg in Berlin, and Matagalpa in Nicaragua. Anthony, Ort de Seine, yeah, is a suburb of Paris, population 62,000. Yeah, it's one of the ones we're talking about in terms of post-World War II... Uh, solidarity so it would be it's a place in Paris so the fact that they're both in the capital city would be the reason to, to mm. pair them together it would just be very similar places not much to say on it is there no there's no, no there's no, I say there's no sort of obvious sort of there's not much notable thing. man so no. we've got a packed schedule Steve so I suggest we move on to uh, a place that there's lots to say about yeah Charlottenburg uh, again similar thing where it's the flip side of the sort of post World War Two uh, twinnings. You've got the sort of uh, links between the French cities, particularly Paris, because of solidarity during the war, and the attempts of reconciliation with places in uh, Germany, and obviously in the case of Charlottenburg uh, in Berlin. So it ties into uh, the idea of London as the capital and Berlin as the capital. It's actually Charlottenburg Wilmersdorf in it. And Wilmersdorf has a separate twin arrangement with Sutton as a borough. So, although Charlottenburg Wilmersdorf is now a single entity in Berlin, there's twinnings that are based around when they were two separate places. So it's half twinned with Lewisham and half twinned with Sutton. So two South London links, but one a bit stronger than the other. Yeah, there's uh, there was some kind of uh, reform in Germany when they were a few. Uh... I don't know, six, seven years ago, something like that. Similar to what we had here in the 60s, I suppose, where the, uh, the London councils. Put some clothes on. 
That's got an explicit tag on it now. Population for 320,000. As I said, there's two, as you, as we said, there's two boroughs um, joined together. Charlottenburg features uh, Lewishamstrasse, which is a nice touch, isn't it? What do you mean? They named a the street after Lewisham. Oh, so excellent. So you can actually oh, walk down it, oh, it's, Because it's Germany as well, it's one word. It's not Lewishamstrasse. It's oh, Lewis, excellent. Lewishamstrasse. And possibly, uh, in reciprocation, uh, in Lewisham, Charlottenburg Gardens was opened up, which was a sort of uh, small... I'm guessing place. it's not quite as impressive as the actual Charlottenburg Gardens, which seem pretty spectacular. Well, the ones in Lewisham are gone now. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, Someone nick them. The fraternity uh, between the two cities, where they named street after us, they kept, we uh, gave them some gardens and then built over them. So, uh, Charlottenburg Gardens. Nice, nice one we had it, but gone now. The palace. I mean... This is spectacular. <laughs> 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 now, if, see, this is the thing, right? This is... Uh, if you were to go there on holiday, right, the the um, the palace looks spectacular. I mean, this is one of the places where there was so much stuff that you, you just you can't cram it all in. No. The Brandenburg Gate is there, isn't it? Kind is of it touches on okay. it. Yeah, they've got an Olympic stadium, right, built for the 1936 Olympics, which is where Jesse Owens uh, famously won his gold medals in front of Hitler, Nazi, <laughs> and they've got. I think they've got a ticket booth named after Jesse Owens. There's two ticket booths or something. And one of them is the Jesse Owens and booth, whatever. Just all ma- one word, isn't it? <laughs> the 1974 World Cup, um, they'd built the Olympic Stadium in Munich at that point. So they that was the, seat, uh, the venue for the final. But they played three games there. And then in 2006, the World Cup final was played there. Italy, France. Uh, France lost on penalties. Zinedine Zidane famously... Uh, Headbutted Marco Materazzi. Yeah, in uh, Marco Materazzi in Charlottenburg. I put out an appeal on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter actually at SLHC Podcast. Steve is at Vince Wales and I'm at Jack McEnroy. But I did this from at Yids because I have a lot more followers on that uh, page. And uh, Tatiana MUFC uh, gave us an uh, indication of what it was like. She said it's the high end of Berlin, essentially West Berlin because it was in West Berlin when the war was on. But it never gives the feeling of elitism that other capital cities do, which I don't think London does here, but, no, she, yeah. but she presumably is from up north, so whatever. <laughs> uh, despite being rich, it never loses touch with Berlin's skint but sexy. Uh, yeah, that is a very Berlin thing, isn't it? And it manages to retain that, despite being like... It should... If you, To be honest, right, if you were looking at it, if you're starting afresh and you were starting from Charlottenburg, you wouldn't twin it with... Uh, Lewis or No, it should be twinned with, like, Westminster or somewhere. But, you know, we're not going to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> the other place Lewisham is twinned with is Matagalpa in uh, Nicaragua. Yeah, this is an interesting one. This is war of a, a, a recent twinning, and as I say, a lot of those are politically motivated. So... Obviously, with Nicaragua, you had the upheaval of the Sandinista movement and revolution. And a lot of... You know, this is... It's at the 80s. It's a time when... 1987. You've, yeah, you've got sort of the sun talking about loony left councils. Mm, and this would be This would be the things they would be talking about. The fact that they've twinned with somewhere in Nicaragua to sort of show international solidarity is, mm. is the idea. Um, the twinning... Uh, obviously, the first, you know, the first gesture that was made... Uh, Lewisham sent a dust cart over to. Oh, really? Yeah, sent one over just as a little gift, just wow. to say welcome to the family. Um, but it's interesting, like it's almost as if the, the, the sort of twinning process has been rebranded now. Where obviously at the time, nineteen eighty-seven, uh, you know, it was you know solidarity with the Sandinista movement, but now it's uh, based around the idea of fair trade. Oh uh, yeah, well they do coffee, don't they? They do, so. and they're, they're uh, one of the leading lights in terms of fair trade coffee. And Lewisham, more recently, uh, has tried to uh, set itself as a fair trade uh, council. So they've sort of reworked the twinning, where they're working with oh, to, to promote uh, free, free trade, uh, fair trade initiatives. Um, yeah, as mu- I mean, as much as you slag off the uh, Lewisham Council website, Steve, there is <laughs> if you manage to get to the bit about uh, twinnings. There is. They have got all this kind of information. There are, you know, well, some of it anyway. You know, they are kind of. It is like this is going on. But I quite like the uh, the sort of reworking of the motivation behind it. Because mm. like in 1987, no one was talking about fair trade coffee. Right? <laughs> I mean, obviously there would have been some symposium at a coffee conference with like four people in it. 
but you know Nescafe around the corner just sort of like handing out free cups of uh, Nespresso it wasn't even called that at the time probably but you know so the idea that in 97 that was reasons they've, they've sort of retroactively turned it into something maybe more, we uh, could positive. encourage our readers Steve listeners even you said readers listeners twice, and readers. I like it yeah, yeah well you write the stuff on the website I hope people read that <laughs> um, so maybe you know next time you're in the supermarket have a look see if there's a coffee from uh, Matagalpa yeah. in Nicaragua Recurrence. Um, Population population 109,000, uh, former Spanish colony in Nicaragua, obviously. Do you know what the name comes from, Matagalpa? I don't know where we get the name Matagalpa from. <laughs> I'm taking the Steve Walsh role today, it's fine. <laughs> right, there's several different interpretations that are wildly different. What's the best one, as in the least likely? I'll, start, I'll count down three yeah, to one, it. yeah. Uh, Pearl of the North yeah, It's all right, but standard, right. isn't it? The also, la- it says the North, so we don't want that one, do we? The Land of Eternal Spring. Right. That's not the best one. No, and the reason they call it that is because the weather is spring-like all year round. Imagine that, man. I would have taken autumn-like. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this is what we'll go with, where the name comes from. Let's go where the rocks are. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. But I love the fact that this one name could mean any of those three things. Yeah. What sort of language is this? Well, where... people sort of, when you look at the kind of way it breaks down, they're like, this part of the word means this. And it, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not just people yeah, just having a laugh cases. like Elephant and Castle, just going, oh, it means uh, Elefante, you know, whatever. <laughs> They've also got a friendship link with Ekerhuluni. I left that one for you. Ekerhuluni. Uh, Ekerhuluni. Ekerhuluni, uh, I reckon, yeah. Ekerhuluni, yeah. Um, in South Africa. Johannesburg, yeah, in Johannesburg yeah. in South Africa, which means place of peace, which I doubt is accurate to uh, what it's like. <laughs> Population two and a half million. That Most, would be... Mostly Zulu. That would be another uh, sort of international act of solidarity, wouldn't it? You know, with uh, again when the agreement was put in place, or even now, you know, it is e- either during apartheid or post-apartheid to sort of, you know, just sort of show solidarity with people who have struggled under an oppressive regime. I um, sent a tweet to uh, a South African Twitter pal, Steve. There is such a thing. There is no. You just coined the phrase. <laughs> um, who he lives in Johannesburg, and he wasn't mad about the area. He said that uh, the further east you go, the crappier it gets. Uh, he gave me some more details on it. But uh, old people can read it if they like. Uh, Joel underscore the underscore Joel, J-O-L. But yeah, he also said that uh, Charlize Theron is from there. Oh, really? Yeah, and Roger Federer's mum. I haven't checked those out, but okay. we'll just go with that, man. He's not a dishonest man. Cheers, Joel. Yeah. We were talking about council's um, involvement. Right, and also Wikipedia letting us down. If you go on the Wikipedia page for uh, UK cities and what they're twinned with, it says Wandsworth is twinned with... On the Wikipedia page um, for twin cities in the UK, it says that um, Wandsworth is twinned with Sheedham in Holland. And it also, I don't know, it's a bit unclear, but it looks like it says that it's also twinned with Cairo and London in England which is a bit strange seeing this is in London whatever so I sent an email to uh, Wandsworth Council because if you go to the Wandsworth Council website go to the Twin Cities section which they do have it says Wandsworth is no longer twinned with any cities which is remarkable isn't it to have a section yeah, to go to say that yeah um, but they were very helpful because I sent an email to like the kind of email address that was there and I got an email back the next day saying that um, they've never had any link to Cairo so that's obviously some kind of Wikipedia error the link to Sheedham was is long gone. It was in the seventies. They uh, exchanged the wooden shield of arms in uh, nineteen seventy three, and in nineteen seventy, uh, sportsmen were given a certificate on parchment with embossed seal. I got that from a Dutch website. I had to go to Google Translate Steve from that <laughs> tedious fact. <laughs> so those links are long gone. It seems odd though to you know untwin. Well, I think it's just it's not worth the effort. Maybe it's idea. Yeah, but even if you just say, yeah, we've got this growing, we don't really do anything with it. But to sort of go to the bother of updating your website and going, we're not, we're not associated with them. Just, you know, be associated. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to send them a card for their birthday. You imagine, I don't know, I'd like to think there's a story behind it where uh, some uh, member of Warnsworth Council has gone over to Sheedam and uh, it's got a bit carried away and it ends up trouserless. Let's, let's just libel Warnsworth Council. No, they, they reply to your email, let's not. No, they're all right. Uh, so Greenwich we'll go to Greenwich Council Steve uh, Greenwich um, is another one where they do give you the, on the website there's a load of details Tema in Ghana right it might be pronounced Tema I don't know it's in the Accra region which everyone's heard of 
Well, it's another one where you can sort of see ah. the obvious link. You know, Acre is the capital of Ghana. Uh, Tima's five miles away. So it's all, it was interesting. I was thinking about it. if you oh, look. That's at, not what it is. That's not the reason, no. No, okay. But, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was almost like there, there are other reasons why they're twins. But when you look at it in terms of the sort of geographical mm. location, I imagine Greenwich is probably about five miles away from the centre of London, isn't it? Yeah, but you know why the reason is, isn't it? Because the, the uh, yeah, the Greenwich mean no, the Greenwich Mean Time runs through it. Yeah, but it, the, the, the line, actual but the reason zero zero. But the reason they went for an it was basically decided for the Millennium to twin with a place in Africa. Oh, so okay. then they looked. So that was I mean, the motivation, the and then yeah, they sort yeah, of yeah. followed the Meridian Line where and found a place the uh, in, in Ghana on the Meridian Line, which, as I say, just so then happens to be about as far from the capital, the centre of the capital, as uh, Greenwich is from the centre of London. So I thought it was quite interesting that geographically it almost corresponds as a place. Well, another similarity is this: uh, it's Ghana's largest seaport. Um, uh, the name comes from a local plant. Um, and obviously, you know, Greenwich is on the uh, bit of a port situation, isn't it? Yeah. Described as Ghana's richest slum by some. <laughs> um, the government bought the land in 1952, and then in 1962, opened it as like they like this. We want to have a big port somewhere, but it seems like they didn't really put the money in. There's a YouTube channel called Ghanapedia, and there's like. 20 minute video of just someone sticking the camera out the car window just driving around so it gives you like a real good feel for the place man probably won't ever go there I must say <laughs> um, Greenwich sent over a school bus full of uh, computers and books nice yeah it's like uh, part of the twinning better than the uh, bus cart that I'm at, I isn't it? Right Where the, why is this not filled with computers <laughs> they must have got the bus cart and gone now what's inside this one? Oh, <laughs> just uh, just yeah. <laughs> There's a Facebook group, right, called We the People of Tema. Uh, and on it, it says, like, join if you're born here, you know, if you worked here, or if you've lived here for a minimum of eight months. <laughs> Did you join? <laughs> I decided against it. I was there for, what, seven and a half months? No, I've been up since, it's three in the morning, I haven't <laughs> gone to sleep, let me join. Maribor and Slovenia is also twins with Greenwich. And uh, similarly to Tema, uh, it's on uh, a river and similarly to Greenwich it's on a river and is a university town mm. so that seems to be the sort of obvious correspondence between two places it's the uh, European capital of culture this year oh really mm. okay we should find they've done uh, all the good ones haven't they if, they, if they're going to Maribor yeah that is a bit of an odd one isn't it I mean, the most notable kind of things there are um, the oldest synagogue in Europe is there 14th century which is impressive seeing as they kicked all the Jews out <laughs> <laughs> in the uh, in Maximilian the first kicked him out in the 15th century. Maybe, and, what about that big building? But I mean, that's lovely. Keep that. Yeah, keep that. Gorgeous. Just, Can you burn any parts from it? You find his eye, please. It's going to be light. They've got the world's oldest grapevine there, Steve. How old do you reckon that is? The world's oldest grapevine. Uh, it's got to be at least five thousand years old it's 440 years old steve you're blowing all my all my figures out the water with your well, then, oh what like how does uh, uh, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm assuming like the first time that anyone cultivated grapes yeah and it just no, no right okay 63 kilometers of ski slopes just like greenwich and the uh pohorji pohorch mountain range <laughs> if you're waiting for me to jump in with the correct pronunciation there also home of nk maribor most successful club in slovenia yeah, I'd heard of the football team, mm. but never thought of the city. Which is why it surprised me, it's European City of Culture. Usually, yeah, you should have heard ones of them. You've heard them, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. But nice, you know, give them a little uh, little time in the sun. Not literally. I mean, we're uh, ski slopes. <laughs> we're back in Berlin, Steve. West Berlin again. We're going to uh, Reinickendorf, which is uh, an area, as you say, in Berlin, in Germany. Right, Steve, I know you really enjoy fun that where places got their names from. Right. You know where that got its name from? Sorry. Named after a peasant called Reinhardt. That's nice. How'd you it? get your name? No one's going to have a name anything after me, are they? Obviously, there's <laughs> a, if you go to Scotland, there's Mac and Roy's Point. But it's not yours, is it? No, no. it's not named after me. It's well old. Uh, it's basically uh, it's another one of the post war ones. There's a very sort of uh, general point in that they're both industrial towns that have gone on to sort of embrace tourism and, and rework themselves in that way. But there was a very specific. Uh, connection between the two places 
Um, in Greenwich, you have Thamesmead. In Reinickensdorf, you have... Uh, and this is where my pronunciation is going to uh, get very... Uh, Markischwertel. Yeah, I think that's good. Markischwertel. Yeah, Markischwertel. Yeah, Markischwertel. Yeah. Um, and they were both areas within the respective cities that they were developing to create... Uh, Swampland, isn't it? Turn yeah, into exactly. Mass yeah, housing estates. Very similar projects in terms of what I was doing. You drain the land and create new housing estates for uh, the, uh, after the war. It's got a lot of green spaces as well. Right, and as you pointed out on the previous episode, Steve, Eltham has a lot of green spaces and Greenwich in general. Um, so maybe there's another similarity. In Charlottenburg, they named a street after Lewisham. And the twinning arrangement in... Uh, Reinickendorf. Yeah, they've got Lake Tegel there. Tegel, I don't know, man. And they've got a telephone box and a post box. From, yeah, uh, red ones, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's also uh, an annual football match between uh, the council staff. Mm. And I think, I think in, in all the twinnings, this is the only one that can claim a marriage. Yeah, according to this website, but it, the council has no details, is it? <laughs> Why would they lie? Just to be the best twins. On the Lambeth website, there's no details of any kind of twinnings, right? <laughs> Just absolutely nothing. No. If you go to the National Archives website, you can uh, and you type in Lambeth twinning. You get a load of stuff from 1992. It's from a period like 80 to 92 or something like that, 70 something to 92. And then there's a lo- there's a load of details of the Lambeth twinnings, but it seems to me that like Wandsworth, it might have just completely fallen by the wayside. Uh, it's difficult to, uh... as I said, there's no they don't say, and they didn't reply to my email, or they haven't yet, you know. <laughs> you get a really detailed reply this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, have to re-record it all. Now, Lambeth has twinned with more places than anyone, and there's one that we particularly like here, which we'll save for last. But it seems to me that might not be a legitimate one. But we'll come to that at the time. <laughs> uh, where do you want to start, Steve? Bluefields, Nicaragua, tell me about it. Um, again, it's going to be another one where solidarity with the Sandinista movement. Um, there's no obvious sort of connections between the two places. I mean, one of the things that Bluefields is best known for is uh, its problem with white lobster. Do you know what white lobster is? No. It's the uh, colloquial name for cocaine. Yeah, finally a place that's twinned to somewhere in Jamaica. You imagine there... I, I, as we were going into this, I imagine there would be a lot more. Uh, there are either side of the river, isn't right. it? Like yeah, East yeah. London, North London, whatever. But, you know, we've got Jamaican people in South London, isn't it? You'd imagine there would be more links Full between... <laughs> Looking at one. <laughs> uh, Spanish town in St. Catherine, Jamaica. Population 162,000. A couple of famous people from there. Grace Jones. Asafa Powell. The, uh, one of the, really, one of the all-time great sprinters and has nothing to show for it in terms of Olympic medals. It's, um, it's like being uh, a tennis player around the time... You know, particularly people talk about Henman's career. He was, like, there for the end of Agassi and there for the start of Federer so he was like never going to stand a chance of winning anything really yeah but also he, he had injury stuff didn't he pulled up a couple of times yeah. and he was a, he has he suffers from big race anxiety apparently oh really and there's always been talk that he's not I don't want to say he's a bottle job because I don't really like that phrase no. but you know what I mean he's often he didn't really perform to his best in the Olympic races uh, you know what I mean he, you say he, that, he was you, a world you Bolt is famous for slowing down in Olympic races <laughs> and still winning so Johan Blake the current uh, silver medalist in the 100 and 200 metres. He went to school there. But, you know, as you know, Steve, my Jamaican family is from uh, St. Elizabeth, so... No direct uh, links. No, I can't, I can't give you any inside information, I'm afraid. <laughs> Shinjuku, Tokyo, also twins with uh, Lambeth. Yeah, it was trade links were the original sort of motivations behind it. But again, there are sort of uh, correspondences between the two places that I find quite interesting. Uh, Shinjuku is ethnically more diverse than most places uh, in Japan and Tokyo. It's a large uh, Korean contingent, a large French community, apparently. Mm. So uh, the sort of multi-ethnic makeup of the place would make it a, a good uh, correspondence with uh, Lambeth. It's also um, notorious for its red light district, which oh, again okay. taps into uh, a lot of popular misconceptions about South London as a hotbed of criminality um, and also has uh, 
uh, Tokyo's most popular gay district. And of course, uh, Vauxhall, Vauxhall yeah. in Lambeth. As I say, I doubt very much whether these are the motivations behind us being there. So again, you've got loads of gay nightclubs. We've got loads of gay nightclubs. We should get together. Part of the link, uh, the Japanese novelist Natsumi Sosiki lived in Clapham, right? This is what I found in the Lambeth archives. And this is in the record, like the archive, uh, the council record, is he spent two unhappy years in Clapham <laughs> from 1900 to 1902. <laughs> and so they were going to build a statue of him in Clapham Common. And it just, the planning just went back and forth for five years and then they eventually shelved it. So, I imagine uh, the, it would go back and forth just where, you know, uh, sculptors are putting in their sketches and they're like, no, he's smiling, he can't be smiling. They were unhappy <laughs> years through. Make him scowl. 1955, Lambeth established a link with Vincennes in Paris. And this one is Paris. very directly. Out of the Second World War, it wasn't an immediate post-war thing. Obviously, it was in the fifties, but um, they share uh, the legacy of uh, Violetta Jarbo, who I think I've mentioned on the show before, who was um, uh, an, a spy who worked for the Allies uh, during the Second World War and was killed uh, by the Germans. But she um, lived in, in Brixton, so mm. she's uh, yeah. I think her name might be up in um, the Morley's. Uh, Wall of Fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she certainly uh, linked heavily with Bricks, and obviously uh, from uh, how we pronounce it, Vinches. Uh, but yeah. it's essentially a partnership. Vincent. <laughs> uh, it was essentially uh, uh, an agreement to sort of celebrate the legacy of uh, Villette Job. Are we going for the Zamoshovsky district? I don't have any information on it, man. They're both on a river. That's as far as I could work out. So, the thing that got us both most excited, Steve, about Twinnings was Lambeth and Brooklyn. Now, that's according to Wikipedia, right? Lambeth, so, therefore, definitely true. <laughs> Lambeth is twinned with Brooklyn. <laughs> right, you type Lambeth, Brooklyn into the internet, and the only thing that comes up is the, is the people pasting. You know all those websites on the internet that are just people pasting Wikipedia? Also, on the blog, thebrooklyninc.com, uh, they did what we're doing now essentially and here's an introduction to the six places that Brooklyn is twinned with and one of them is Lambeth but they only did this last year so presumably they just got they just got that for the media as well so the conclusion they came to is that the link between Lambeth and Brooklyn might be that there's 27 Episcopal churches in Brooklyn and there was some kind of Lambeth link to that Lambeth Palace okay I don't know I don't even know what that means I mean, yeah, there's nothing actually on the internet explicitly to say what the link would be between the two. Um, I mean, Brooklyn, like Lambeth, again, has a, a huge sort of ethnic mix yeah. as part of the uh, area. Also... Black uh, people. Do you think that's what it is? <laughs> no sleep till Brixton. <laughs> um, they've also, and this is tenuous, but uh, it's a fact, they've both got bridges named after, haven't they? Yeah, Brooklyn yeah, yeah. Bridge and Lambeth Bridge, and you know, quite well-known bridges. Lambeth Zoo. There's no Lambeth Zoo, <laughs> is there? Um, so I, I was, you know, having read this on Wikipedia, there I was, was a Lambeth Zoo, though, wasn't there? There was Zoological Gardens in uh, Kennington. Yeah. yeah so it's just getting stronger by the minute. I mean, clearly yes. this is definitely a thing, and if not, it will be by the time we're finished. I was putting it out there as a fact uh, that Lambeth was linked with Brooklyn, and. Uh, this seemed to make perfect sense to uh, another uh, tweet buddy, right, at Jude in London, who said that uh, how fit in two places white middle class folks keep calling up and coming. Have been <laughs> um, she's uh, she's not a fan of South London. What? I know, outrageous, isn't it? Um, and this came off your tweet buddies. <laughs> Turned your back on your own Mac and we're unbelievable. This came from uh, a tweet that she'd retweeted. I presume this is an American who said people need to stop trying to make Brooklyn happen. If it, <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it God was, forbid Brooklyn should happen. Uh, if it was that fantastic, the UN would have been built there. <laughs> and she seems to think she's like, yeah, this is what South London's like. People keep insisting that it's happening. And I hope well, it you, to be fair, if she's following you on Twitter, <laughs> she's right, isn't it? You yeah. are doing that. Yeah, I mean, that's what, uh, that's not what we do on the show, though, is it? We're not trying to sell houses here. No, no. Uh, uh, We're not trying know. to open uh, chocolatiers. 
No, but what we are trying to do is sort of say... We're trying to celebrate what is here. Exactly. What indisputably is here. Exactly. And refute what isn't here, but people will, will insist is here. So I'm comfortable with those things, man. Yeah. Um, and neither of us are middle if, class, if people are saying, and I'm not white. If people are saying the problem uh, with South London is it's too much like Brooklyn. People like, like it, it too much. Bring it on, innit? You know. <laughs> yeah. People will insist these places are great, yeah. Bring the will. ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I've been to Brooklyn. It's the only place other than uh, Clichy that I've been to on this list. So, uh, have you been there? I've been to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah wicked. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so we can talk about it, man. Brooklyn hardcore commits now. Yeah, BKHC. <laughs> I've only been to Coney Island though, <laughs> right? Because we went to Manhattan in uh, three years ago. All the holidays I've ever had added together were not as good as the eight days I spent in, in uh, Manhattan. It was just tremendous. It was so much. There's so much here. Yeah. Um, and we, so I didn't get a chance to go to as much of Brooklyn as I'd like. I would have liked to have gone to um, Williamsburg, which as I know is the kind of hipster part, yeah. But you know, I'd never heard of Williamsburg when I went there. But I went there. Uh, yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't heard of it until I started re- doing a bit of research and you know, kind of looking. You know, the reason one of the reasons why the holiday was so great is I put so much work into it, and I was working at Waterstones at the time, so I was able to get my hands on a moleskin. Uh, uh, New York City note, notebook, uh, if I finger discount, and uh, you know, time, time. I had, I was getting a Time Out New York, Time Out Small Guide, the Time Out Weekly Guide to New York, and just like, you know, didn't put a lot of planning into it. But yeah, Coney Island, uh, we got the train there. We, that's the thing. We can get like the. Uh, oh, I should have looked up the letter of the train, didn't it? The B, the B train. You can say it. It's one, exactly. Yeah, got the F train to. Uh, yeah, the F train is one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you get to like kind of see Brooklyn from the uh, you know from the train, which is nice, man. Um, and it's not—I mean, you're not—it's not like looking at the uh, Hanging Gardens of Babylon. It's much better. <laughs> Look, there's loads of yellow school buses in a yard. Well, the thing about New York is, uh, I found just wandering around, it's as, as a place. There's so many places that just look and feel like they're from films yeah it feels like you're walking around a film set yeah it this really is it. does so you, you see steam coming out of the grates and yeah. you're like that's fine I'm just, you're just standing looking just look you're looking that. at a gutter going uh, uh, oh look at that it's exactly like and just things like the hydrants and yeah, the, the street lights I'm just going to listen to this guy talk <laughs> so yeah Coney Island specifically is brilliant it's a, just a run down um, amusement area isn't it yeah amusement parks yeah. type thing um, the, Did you go on any of the rides? I went on the Cyclone, yeah, which is the um, the roller coaster that was built in the twenties. Yeah, and it's the most terrifying ride I've ever been on, man. Yeah, I got kind of uh, almost a whiplash when it pulled off. Like it kind of actually hurt my neck because it just was the way it jolted. But it's all wooden, and it's. Have you been on it? No, but I went to. Uh... It's terrifying. Six Flags you, in California, and that's got a similar. It just thing. feels like it's going to fall apart once you're on a wooden roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. It's home to Nathan's uh, famous hot dog. So I was wearing the t-shirt yesterday. I just looked down to see if I was wearing it now. Um, and yeah, it's just there's just such a feel about the place, uh, Coney Island. It's just you know it was derelict for a long time, mm. and it's even semi-derelict now. And you walk, there's people like walking around fully tattooed, like ladies. <laughs> like it's just such a strange environment. Yeah, had a really really uh, great time. They didn't spend much time on the kind of nasty looking beach. The beach is from Requiem for a Dream, and that as well. Yeah, you're so. just not going to the beach. Let's give that a miss. In terms of culture, I mean, it's just there's just so much. It's the amount of people from there is just, it's overwhelming, isn't it? But yeah. I guess it's like it's like doing the whole of South London in one go, isn't this it? This is the thing, and isn't then it? Yeah. more. Yeah, Spike Lee, for example. Yeah, yeah. You know. Do the right thing, you know. Is uh, set in Bed Stuy, obviously Crooklyn. Um, even you know Clockers, even from the start, she's got to have it. Um, Jonathan Levin. You know, two of the two are really great books. I mean, Fortress of Solitude is one of the best books I've ever read. Um, and obviously, Marvelous Brooklyn. Marvelous Brooklyn. Name, name, well, yeah. name checks, you know, mm. the place itself. But yeah, Fortress of Solitude. This is the thing, if we just talked about uh, culture that implicitly or explicitly references, uh, you'd go, <laughs> right, so we've got Crooklyn, mm. Marvelous Brooklyn, and uh, ODB, isn't it? You know, constantly going on about the place. Mm. Yeah, um, well, you I mean you think of Wu Tang as kind of a Staten Island? Uh, yeah, Staten Island. But RZA, Jizza, Master Killer, ODB, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean the amount. Let me just give you a quick list of some rappers that are from there, Steve. MCA, Lil Kim, Jay Z, yeah, from Marcy Sun. Ain't that a nice? <laughs> uh, obviously, bed in bed style. Uh, Talib Kweli, uh, Most Def, Nas, Biggie Smalls. 
I like I like Memphis Bleak. Yeah, you don't belong in that category. No, no, but still, you know, this is the thing. You could choose any two of those, mm. and you go. It's just remarkable, isn't it? Jordan Tyson. <laughs> I mean, Jordan grew up in Jordan Carolina, born, but born yeah, there. Born there, yeah. Um, Woody Allen. Like this is the Who? thing. How, you know, <laughs> just it's just it's too much. Let's say you go. Uh, who's your favourite? Uh, film director and some people will say Spike Lee and some people say Woody Allen you go okay you can just do American ones you go, Darren Aronofsky Mel Brooks these are film <laughs> film directors from there um, right like Noah Baumbach Steve Buscemi Elliot Gould John Turturro Michael K. Williams these are just like some of my favourites Steve yeah and I'm saving a couple yeah um, Harry Nilsson didn't need to mention him but like you know like this the amount of films that are there i mean if we did like if we were americans we were in a brooklyn podcast yeah. you know this week we're going to talk about goodfellas uh <laughs> half nelson dog day afternoon french connection smoke <laughs> and like we've already said woody allen yeah let's just give you a couple of other comic names from brooklyn steve larry david jerry seinfeld eddie murphy chris rock so it's all of them pretty it's much, just it? everyone isn't it? <laughs> it is remarkable apart from it? john cleese because <laughs> yeah. he was from uh, Staten Island, wasn't he? Yeah, I and mean, that's just the. I mean, the, the array of talent that's come out of there is is, uh, is incredible. In all different, as we said, all different fields. So I've got a strong affinity with the place. Obviously, like I just mentioned Jay Z's name in passing, but I was going to say, did you mention Jay Z? Because uh, yeah, I think I spent it all day on just Jay Z. Just do a Jay Z podcast. <laughs> Might be a busy week on the website then, Steve. Southfundthehardcore.com. Yeah, it's going to be... I'm, I'm almost tempted to go... Uh... Nuclear. <laughs> well, like two clips a day, just with the things you're referencing. You know, Garnapedia. 20-minute clip of people just driving around uh, Teamer, isn't it? You know? People right now want to see that. I mean, by all means, Google it yourself. Don't wait for me to uh, post that. YouTube.com slash Garnapedia. <laughs> Most weeks we do talk about South London. Imagine if this is someone's first episode and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> just South London Hardcore. Go on, huh? Half of it's Nicaragua. Half of it's Nicaragua. It's ridiculous. Don't stop talking about Nicaragua. But yeah, next week, man, we'll be talking about something related to South London, won't we? Last week, you know, oh, Eltham. Imagine the two episodes in a row. <laughs> Eltham and places that aren't in South London. <laughs> Shocking. But no, click on the episode guide on southlondonhardcore.com or even if you go to the iTunes uh, page, you'll be able to... Uh, see what we've done download some episodes subscribe follow us on twitter at slhc podcasts also on facebook so do add us on there i think you like us on there don't you yeah yeah add us to your likes 